Hey, good morning, kind folks. This is your KVMR morning news update for Friday, March 32nd. I'm Steve Baker. A deadline for comments on the draft environmental impact report on the reopening of the Idaho-Maryland mine is just days away. But first, we'll start with regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today, warmer, sunny, high near 70. Tonight, low 46. Saturday, 73 and sunny. Sacramento, today, sunny, high 78. Tonight, low 48. Saturday, 80 and sunny. Truckee Tahoe, today, patchy freezing fog till 9 a.m., then sunny and a high near 61. Tonight, low 27. Saturday, 59 and mostly sunny. Placerville today, mainly sunny and high of 72. Angels Camp today, 73 and sunny. Nevada County Public Health reports seven new confirmed COVID-19 cases yesterday. 20 cases are active, a drop of one since Wednesday, and one person is hospitalized. Well, the public has until Monday at 5 p.m. to submit comments on the draft environmental impact report currently available on the proposed Idaho-Maryland mine project. This from the Union newspaper of Grass Valley. The county deadline for comments on the draft are 5 p.m. on Monday. To submit, you can direct a hard copy to Matt Kelly, Senior Planner, Nevada County Planning Commission, 950 Maidu Avenue, Suite 170, Nevada City, California, 95959-7902. Or you can email idaho.mmeir at co.nevada.ca.us. When the draft was released by county staff in January, the public comment period was originally set to last 60 days. It was extended in February to last 90 days, and those 90 days will be up this coming Monday, April 4th at 5 p.m. Meanwhile, CEA Foundation and its MindWatch Coalition members have delivered comments to the Nevada County Planning Commission on the draft environmental impact report. Experts, volunteers, and legal minds reviewed the report's 1,000-plus pages to provide a review of the technical studies, impact assessments, and proposed mitigation. Mining is our past, not our future, says retired capital planner Paul Schwartz in the release. Today's economic engine is recreation-based, but we're also facing historic drought and fire risk. Protecting precious resources like water, air quality, and our peaceful rural setting is job number one says Ralph Silverman, president of the CEA Foundation in the release, this report is riddled with errors, omissions, and legal flaws. The county will have to make significant changes and recirculate the draft. We'll see many more impacts listed as significant and unavoidable. Beyond the EIR, our supervisors will be faced with making the final decision. And in the long run, it will very simply come down to whether the mine is good for our community. According to the CEA release, the applicant for reopening the mine, Rise Gold Corp., was responsible for delivering the vast majority of the technical studies used by the county's hired consultant to determine the impact. Dewatering the mine is a key concern, the CEA states. Groundwater modeling in fractured rock systems is considered unreliable even when everything is done right, says Silberstein. According to CEA experts, Rise Gold's model has fundamental flaws in the initial start point of the model and baseline data assumptions, all of which throw off the entire analysis. The result is a report that concludes that groundwater levels would drop a maximum of 10 feet and no more than 30 local wells would be at risk. 
Comments submitted to the county by the community and the Nevada Irrigation District include a request to expand the potential area of impact, provide a comprehensive groundwater monitoring program, and post a $14 million bond. Contacted Wednesday, Rise Gold responded to the release to the union newspaper with this statement. Our vision for reopening the Idaho-Maryland mine has always been about more than creating hundreds of good-paying jobs, an increase in fire safety, and a boost to the local economy. It is also about building an environmentally conscious, state-of-the-art operation. That according to Jared Gonzalez, the spokesperson for Rise Gold Valley. Nevada County hired its own independent experts to conduct a two-year scientific analysis that looks into the possible environmental impacts at the project, and it has concluded there are no significant impacts on the environment, including air and water quality. We are confident that the county prepared a thorough report, and we look forward to the final EIR and a decision by the Board of Supervisors. And now here is Joyce Miller with a Highway 20 repair update. Caltrans is reminding motorists to expect travel delays and one-way traffic controls starting Tuesday at various Highway 20 locations in Nevada County. Multiple contractors will be working on Highway 20 near Conservation Road and Pine Needle Lane, just west of Washington Ridge. Motorists are likely to encounter delays between 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. on weekdays. Work in the area is expected to continue through April 22nd. Tykert Construction will build two turnouts on eastbound and westbound Highway 20. Granite Construction will widen the roadway to accommodate a left turn lane and extend an existing turnout as part of the $62.5 million Omega Curve safety project. The turnouts will provide areas for slow-moving vehicles to pull off the road to permit other motorists to pass. They also serve as traffic enforcement locations for the CHP. Traffic controls and delays may occur at other Highway 20 locations for continued tree removal operations. Thanks, Joyce. Birthdays today, love story actress Ellie McGraw and singer Rudolph Isley of the Isley Brothers both turn 83 years old today. Reggae singer Jimmy Cliff turned 74, and MSNBC host Rachel Maddow is now 49. Tomorrow's birthdays include singer Emmylou Harris at 75, whose music will be featured on her birthday during Laura Miller's Diamonds and Rust show, Saturday, 6 to 8 p.m. on KVMR. And stay tuned now for fun, frolic, and groovy music on the Friday Morning Show with Charlotte Peterson. No April Foolin'.